Hello and welcome to Assertive Radiance. I am your host, Nadia Fleury. And today's episode, are you allowing yourself to dream big? Before I go into this episode, I want to read a quote from Jess Jackson. Dream. Dream big dreams. Others may deprive you of your material wealth and cheat you in a thousand ways. But no man can deprive you of the control and the use of your imagination. Men may deal with you unfairly, as men often do. They may deprive you of your liberty, but they cannot take from you the privilege of using your imagination. In your imagination, you always win. What brings me to share about dreaming big is I experienced recently a situation where I noticed that many people in business do lack clarity. Now, of course, they will not say, oh, I lack clarity. What will happen instead is they lack the results that they are seeking. And it made me wonder, where does that come from? We do dream big, but we're not achieving our full potential. Then it made me wonder about myself, because after all, it took me more than 40 years to arrive to my desired destination. So it made me wonder, what stalled me? And then it brought me back to an old memory when I was 12 years old. I wanted to play the flute. I had enrolled myself in a class, but it required for me to be driven to town, which took a toll on my moms because at the time we didn't really have a reliable car or it didn't have gas in it. So these two things made the situation uh, troublesome because there were times where I could not go. And of course, one evening I had a huge argument with my mom. She told me that playing flute will not yield any money. And if I do that, I will not be able to sustain my life. I remember shouting my heart out because at the time I felt that my aspiration had no meanings. It was one of the nights where I felt that my inner child was stifled. I learned that night that being an artist was not allowed because artists don't make money. I not only felt unsupported, I felt that dreaming big was a fault. I'm not going to blame my mom for what happened one night because I know that she was brought up on scarcity mentality and she did not know any better. We were struggling with money and at the time she may be actually close to depression. I don't know where she was in her state of mind. So I'm not judging her situation. Now, going back to what I was mentioning earlier about lacking of clarity, we're kind of not sure what we want to do. We know we want success. We know we want uh, more money. But we're not necessarily clear as to what we want to do and how to go about it. I wondered, where does that lack of clarity come from? And it made me think, we were told to Just like my mom was telling me what I'm supposed to do, many of us are going through the same thing where we were told by our parents or the school or religious leader what we're supposed to be. So we wake up at 20 and we don't really know who we are. We just know that we need to comply to what the society's rule is. So we follow the herd. We go to school, have good grades, have a great job. The thing though is, Is that fulfilling you? Is that something that you make you happy? 
I don't know about you, but I woke up at 35 and I was not happy. And I started asking deep questions. Having the right to dream big and do something about it has changed my life. I didn't realize that although I wanted financial freedom, I had to go through emotional freedom first. I had to free myself of all these negative thoughts that was shared to me. I had to learn to unlearn the stuff that was not empowering me. So my point is that it's never too late. If whatever happened to you at one point in time when you were stifled also for not doing the things you love doing, there's nothing that stops you from starting now. Maybe when we are 10, 12, we cannot decide always for ourselves. But once we are adult, we can. We have the option. Here is another story to illustrate the power of using your imagination. Where I used to work, there was uh, manufacturing going on at the same time as the research and development. One wall was divided just by a window and you could see on one side the production and inside the office would be a conference room. So people in the conference room could see the worker and the worker could see the people in the conference room. At one point, Bob, one of the workers that was working in the manufacturing side, was really upset and he talked to his boss and he said, how come I'm here working my butt off for only $30,000 a year when this guy is in the conference room all day, his feet on the table and the light turn off and he earns $200,000. This is not fair. The manager looked at Bob and he said, look, you have a job and you're doing it very well. However, it's pretty straightforward. It's organized for you. Paul, who is in the conference room with the light turned off and his feet on the table, he is the one who creates job for you. He is the one who lays all the plan and manage to find the funding and all the material that comes here and establish the sales and marketing. Without him, you would not have a job. And this is why he's paid $200,000. The reason why I'm bringing this example here in this episode is because it showcases the difference between state of mind. Paul, who is the creative thinker, who creates the, the job for everybody else in this, I mean, he doesn't do everything, but he's laid the foundation. He, he actually think about elements that nobody has the ability to think. Paul is the creative thinker. He learned to market his talent and he certainly knows his value. The difference is with Bob. Bob, he works on the floor and he's a great employee. But the thing is, he retreated to do what society expects of him. And he accepted a lower wage without a fight. He made a choice to do what he's doing. Now, I'm taking the time to tell you this story because it's always about a perspective. It doesn't mean that because if at one point in time your dream was stifled, that you cannot use your creativity today in your job. The person who allows to think 
and also to have a sense of initiative will acquire more in life than the one who just passively just follow direction. Going back to my other story about my mom in the argument, in some ways, maybe I did not win that fight in that time. But the fact that I fought tells me that I had drive, that I had willingness to achieve something. And regardless of how my mom made me feel, I may have lost that battle, but I did not lose my ability to use my creative imagination to get the job of my dream. So my suggestion is that you keep your imagination open and curious. Be a student of life. Remember, you have the power to decide and create the lifestyle that you desire. In the end, it all boils down to be a state of mind. How you see things and how you respond to them, it's all up to you. If you have within you a big dream that you haven't put into motion yet, I invite you to look into it. Don't let the time pass by where you're not taking any action. At the end of the day, the only one person who can make a difference for you is yourself. So allowing yourself to dream big can yield great result for you. It may not necessarily be the, the million dollar mention, but it could be the one thing that will make the whole difference in your life. Bringing back within you that drive, that passion that once lit your heart. You have in you the power, the imagination to lit that passion back and to make it your own. Nobody can take it away from you unless you give them the right to do so. It's all up to you how you see things. I certainly hope that you allow yourself to dream big and that also that you're taking the time to create the plans to fulfill that aspiration. Don't let others distract you from your aspiration. Embrace your gift and shine your bright light out there and go and get started. I hope this episode was helpful. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day. If you feel this information could help a friend, please share it. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out at ask at nadiafleury.com.